When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Johnny B. I'm riveted to the score. It's the last bastion of talk radio because you can just have conversation and you can let people talk and get an opinion. You know, local radio, that's it. Afternoons on the score. Play action, loads it up. Wide open. He's got him. It's Flowers. Getting past Steed. Down to the nine-yard line. And he's going to get called for taunting. At the end of the play, taunting. Offense number four. It'll be first and ten. Yeah, I just saw it there at the end. Flowers was standing over the defender. Is called for taunting, so the 54-yard play gets reduced by 15. Too many penalties like this today, and you see right there. Oh, oh, the ball, the ball right there. Oh, it's all of this. It's it's everything. It's the ball that's standing over his opponent. Oh, boo-hoo. The ball. He spun the ball. Right at his face. He stood over his opponent. Won't somebody please think of the children? He pushed his shoulder down and stood over the top of him. At the end of the play, Tawny off his number four. It'll be first and ten. If you want to call the push, if if it's about pushing the shoulder down, Uh unnecessary roughness. This is my issue, dude. Uh... We we have different penalties here. We have unsportsmanlike conduct. Mm-hmm. That should be a penalty. We have unnecessary roughness. That should be a penalty. And we have taunting. In my opinion, that should not be a penalty. And I know a ton of people, based on Twitter and the feedback to the podcast last night, first in pod, subscribe, rate, review, disagree with this. I'm one of them. And you're one of them, and that's fine. And we can even keep the phone lines open for this if you would like at 312-644-6767. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm looking forward to firing back, but you go ahead, sir. I just I don't get why we want 50-, 60-year-old officials uh-huh. legislating the language that professional athletes use on the field. It's not just about language, it's it's about it's about instigation. But it's not it? but it's not defined. Like why did what Travis Kelsey do earlier in the game to Kyle Van Noy where he shoves him and very clearly calls him a bitch? Why why is that not taunting? It's subjective. It's just oh, he spun the ball and he stood over him. But guys have spun the ball and stood over guys and not gotten penalties before. There is no clear definition of what it is. It is not called with any degree 
of consistency. Well, that ought to get more consistent. That ought to get more consistent. If you spin the ball and stand over somebody and not like, but know. so that, to me, then that would need to be like written into the rules of like what is taunting and what is not taunting. And when a guy catches a fifty-four yard pass in the AFC Championship game, mm-hmm. I don't expect him to stand up and be Barry Sanders and just hand the ball to the official. Like I like that stuff, and I'm not saying. I want it in youth sports. I'm not saying I'm cool with Owen doing it when he's eight years old in rec league basketball. That's not, but in the AFC championship well, wh- game. Where, pro- where would he learn it? Where, where, where would he learn it? From pro athletes. Yeah, because it's, it's an entertainment product. It's not simply a competitive endeavor. It's an right. entertainment product. And it's entertaining. Uh-huh. Right, but these guys are role models, whether they want to admit it, whether you want to admit it, they are, right? But, but so they should be penalized 15 yards in the AFC championship game because he's being a bad role model to a 10-year-old watching? Uh, that's not the only reason. The other reason is that he might instigate a fight. and Unnecessary roughness. Uh, okay. But Penalty. You, okay, but you're also trying, you're trying to, to stem the tide of the possible fight in, in this incredibly violent sport. So th- there's that, and then there is like, What's wrong with asking people to be a decent human? What's wrong with asking for sportsmanship? Is Zay Flowers not a decent human? Uh, not a, at that moment, he was a jackass. That was a jackass move, and he deserved to get the penalty and deserved to cost his team 15 yards. Because the rule is written as it is, uh-huh. he definitely deserved to get the penalty Absolute. and deserved to get 15 yards. Super, no question. Super duper selfish, lack of self-control, not professionalism. Completely agree. And, it, and it's it's not just competition. As an entertainment product, it's like... celebrate all you want like celebrate all you want celebrate with your guys but when you're taunting the opposition you're trying to get them to get out of their uh, their emotional equilibrium and trying to like get them to 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 fight back or whatever it's like like the bat flip well the bat flip the bat flip in the direction of the opposing dugout and like the pointing and all of that stuff that has a lot more merit to me than the bat flip towards your own dugout like the bat flip towards your own dugout and your own celebration, you're you're pumping your fist, you're psyched with your teammates, never any issue. But like going and, and this is what the players feel. It's why Anthony Rizzo went at the Reds dugout because they were talking at him and, and all of that. I mean, Joe Burrow last night was one of many players online who said, "Let them taunt." I, I know. You know what I mean? I, like, un- I, I understand. So I don't. I don't think. I don't think all players agree. Oh, oh, I, I don't with, think they do. You know what I mean? Like I know they don't. Uh, so like there, it is a. That was a penalty. I'm not arguing that it wasn't a penalty. And because it is a rule, yeah. it is a selfish, jackassery thing to do. I'm in complete agreement with you. I am saying it shouldn't be a rule. And if the idea is that it will lead to more fighting. That's that, one of the ideas. But, but, that, but, I'm saying, but that's why unnecessary roughness is a penalty. You can't fight. That's why, that's why Roquan Smith uh-huh. got a 15-yard penalty when he blew up the Chiefs' offensive lineman instead of just a five-yard encroachment penalty because he went too hard, even though it is tackle, mm-hmm. fo- tackle football. Like, unnecessary roughness would absolutely stop the fights. Yeah. Unsportsmanlike conduct would absolutely stop it. And I'm not advocating removing either of those things. But trash talk in pro sports, taunting, spiking a ball in a dude's face, dancing in a dude's face, little bit of bad blood. It's what made trash talk g- is fine. I don't think trash talk is, is, is the issue. I think standing over him and spitting the ball in, in his face. And then, yes, the shoulder was incredibly obvious. And to me, if you push him on the shoulder, that if you wanted to call that and you if they would have called that uh-huh. 
uh-huh. unnecessary roughness, I would have had no issue with it. Yeah. Because I agree. That part was like, hey, man, the play's over. They blew the whistle, and then you initiated contact with the defender. I completely get why that would have been. But when they called it taunting, and Romo's talking about the spin of the ball, and yeah. that has been penalized before, I'm like, who in the world is hurt? By the spinning of a ball and standing over the uh, dude, including the 10-year-old at home watching. Okay, well, here's, here's, the, here's the thing. And call me a fuddy-duddy with this if you want. But, you know, any chance that we get in modern society to validate some sportsmanship, to validate a sense of civility, yeah. I think is a wonderful thing. I think it's a great thing that sport has and hopefully can continue to bring to society. Because I don't know if you've noticed looking around, but society's in a pretty bad place. Yeah, no it, kidding. It's but- in a horrendous decay. Yep. And and you know that I have always felt this way. I feel like like the lack of civil discourse and like scream at me thing that sports has brought to conversation and entertainment has been part of the decay of society. And I do believe that sports has always had a nice opportunity to showcase some sportsmanship, some professionalism, and some civility that does indeed, in part, trickle down to the rest of society. So I, I don't know why it's a bad thing to encourage a little bit of professional sportsmanship. But I think it's a very healthy thing. You're also the guy thing. who like, loves to hate people in sports. Aaron Rodgers, the Yankees, the Dodgers, you call You're them right. jackasses. That's not civility. That's not good parenting or like role modelship or anything. There could be a 12 year old okay. who's out there listening when you, you know call what? Aaron Rodgers Danny, a jackass. I got to work on some stuff. But I, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and honor that. But I yeah. try not to call you a jackass or which call. I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> or, or to call all, or, you know, maybe it got that way in transition the other day or, or whatever. But like, oh no, I'm not perfect. I am, I am in no way saying that I am some perfect paragon of sportsmanship. I just think that's always been a really healthy part of sports. And I, th- I think it's, it's – I, I love handshake lines. I, I, sure. I, I think it was garbage when, 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 when the, the Detroit Pistons you know, said screw it and wouldn't shake the hands of, of, of the Bulls. I thought it was garbage when Russell Westbrook and the Thunder bailed on shaking the hands of, of, of their opponents. I think it's garbage anytime somebody does that. Yeah, I, I – I get it. So maybe I, I'm a fuddy-duddy, well, but no, I think I, it's okay. I, I say less hate in the world, more hate in sports. Yes. I think there is a natural emotion to the testosterone fuel, the rivalry, the trash talk. It's part of why we tune in. Oh, these teams really don't like each other. Uh-huh. They were – CBS totally. is, is highlighting it before the game. Oh, look – Kelsey kicked just Justin Tucker's kicker stand, and, uh-huh. the, and then the dudes were pushing and shoving each other over there on the sidelines. I thought, that, and, and, and now, in hearing the way Justin Tucker talked about, it, I thought that was trash. By was it Mahomes and Kelsey? It was Mahomes and Kelsey. That's yeah. absolute trash. F- f- fair enough, but my point is, is that CBS hypes it up absolutely to sell the com- competition. And by the way. They dapped each other up. They shook hands at the coin toss before the game, uh-huh. and they did after the game. But it's okay. It's a. It's it's a. If it's if it is a natural human emotion to dislike, to be competitive, to I want it fueled into sports and not into my interaction with my neighbor, political discourse, uh, sure. international I relations. Get that. I get that. You know I, I, mean? I like, just don't I don't like I don't like when the argument seems to be and it wasn't just you yesterday who was tweeting about it. It was like here everybody comes. No, like there should be no taunting. I'm like that's ridiculous. What are we doing? Like why are we validating jackassery? If we can all agree that that was some some jackassery, then why are we validating it? Don't don't validate it. But see, I don't agree that spinning the ball and standing over the dude and be like, I got you on this one is Jack. I, I think uh, Sneed. Yeah, I think he's fine. 
You know how I know he's fine? Three plays later. He makes the, the play of the game. <laughs> he forces the fumble on the guy who uh-huh. just taunted him. Yep. He said I was going to get him back, and he got him back. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was. That's sports. Like, I got you. I talk a little trash. You play, play, play pickup ball. Mm-hmm. In, you know, you hit the jumper in your eye. Then the next guy comes down, and he tries to get you back and do it in your face. And then at yeah. the end of the game, when someone gets the 21, you dap up and you shake hands and you go to the shower. I hear you, You know man. what I mean? Like, like I, look, Sneed, I honestly Sneed believe. got him back. Yes, he did. But there, I, I honestly believe there are hundreds of millions of people watching, and no matter whether when Charles Barkley said it, he was wrong that he's not a role model. All of it, it's like this stuff does have an effect. And I'm I, cool I, with that. That be, I, I like that that's a part of sport played at the highest level level when you can be professional and respectful about it i agree that it has an effect i don't agree that it should be 15 yards it's the afc championship game and if i don't want my kid to do what zay flowers did uh-huh. that is on me i understand that but it's not on zay flowers how's that going in the world how are parents doing at all of that well, that's not Zay Flowers' you know? responsibility like he's trying to win a game for the baltimore ravens he's not trying to raise my kids no he's and he's not raising your kids but if you're going to say that it's on it's on the parents alone it's clearly not going well it's okay it's on parents it's on youth coaches it's on teachers don't, don't it's you not think, on nfl players. don't you think political debates should be more civil I, I, yeah, of course. Right? Of course. Okay, so you you but they are you will call actually out... aspire to be world leaders. Uh, okay. They are they are running for public office in public service. And professional athletes who are making hundreds of millions of dollars and are going to use that to leverage anything afterwards are not aspiring to be leaders. Uh, you, you, no, we, Zay we Flowers is, Zay Flowers on a rookie contract as a receiver for the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, and like, I, don't, I don't think he's that, running for president. That's why it was more egregious when when the Pistons didn't shake hands, <laughs> and more egregious when when people who are made guys are, are not doing it but it's like i just if you're going to call out a lack of civility and some childlike jackassery in political discourse and other places then go ahead and call it out in sports too uh, yeah again calling it out versus penalizing it i, I just it, man that's the easiest way to call it out chris in oak park is on the score what up chris hey what up guys i uh, i just want to let you know i got you have an hour drive every day from work and you guys make my ride so much more enjoyable and all the days that I list you, I, I don't think I've ever agreed with Danny, but I think he's 100% right. You couldn't if stay you wrong want to talk about sportsmanship yep. in sports, look at the end of a football game. These guys beat each other's brains out for, for, for you know, four quarters. And at the end of the game, that's when the true sportsmanship of these athletes comes out. I saw a guy go up and, you know, rub uh, Zay Flowers on the head like, hey, man, you know, you fumbled the ball. That's what sportsmanship's about. But these guys battle each other for four quarters. What's the big deal in a game that is so hard to be successful that a guy gets a little extra excited? And, and I just think no it's problem. funny that we want to use football. We want to use football as our morality. I mean, I know yesterday before the game, I'm sitting around the table with my kids, and they're helping me pick my bet MGM bet. I mean, let's <laughs> be, be real, guys. You know what I mean? That's like, hilarious. Sportsmanship. Yeah. I tell my daughter all the time, look at how hard those guys compete. They dislike each other on the field. But the minute the game goes on, is over, it's my favorite thing about pro football. It's the same thing in hockey after a game seven. It's That's when I think true sportsmanship comes out. Great. It's, it's a great call. That's, it's a great call on a lot of levels, especially the first one where you say how much you like listening to the show. Thank you, Chris. But the uh, it, it's not just that stuff, though. It is also, in football, they're trying to stop the fights, too. That's why it matters to them, because because the next guy who pushes back, then, then you penalize that guy, and so often 
often we have seen it where the second guy is penalized and it was the first guy who does something. So they're trying to nip all of that stuff in the bud, and I think that's well-reasoned. Right, but again, that is a penalty. That should be a penalty. That is a different thing. That is unnecessary roughness. Right, right. But, that's, but, that's but the, what, taunt, the taunt could very easily lead that emotional player playing on the very edge of violence to then jump up and shove, and then he's the, he's the, the one who gets penalized because yes. the other guy was taunting him like a jackass? Yes. Okay, you ever play video games against somebody who goes, ha, ha, when, and when yeah. taunt you? Yeah. I, I punched a dude in the leg. I'm not proud, Danny. <laughs> but I mean, I'm not proud. But that's worse. That, oh, yes, it's worse. That's worse. But he's taunting me and he doesn't have to do it in 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 video games but he you shouldn't be doing it in professional sports because you're trying to keep that kind of crap from happening that's my point who got the better of the sneed flowers exchange eventually sneed three plays later yeah but uh, But so then that that's how you win because he's he's a bigger man than me i would have punched okay <laughs> he taunted. That's right, Nelson Muntz, man. He taunted me. You he know did. what? I get the last laugh. I'm going to the Super Bowl and I force the fumble. You, you know what he was doing, don't you, Tanny? The guy who's playing video games? It was Tecmo. He's being the nose tackle and he's sacking the quarterback on every snap. Which was he, was he having a peek over at your controller there? No. What was he doing? It was a flaw in the game. And Tecmo well. Super Bowl, you could just take one step if you're the nose tackle, dive and sack the quarterback on every freaking snap. Try going out of the shotgun. It's <laughs> a good call, actually. <laughs> 30 years later. Oh, Damn it. What do you guys think about this? Talk. Hey, look, I come from the schools. You don't want me to do it. You better stop me from doing it. There like, we go. I Look, that was my favorite part of the game. <laughs> like, to be honest with you, this is football. This is a violent game played by violent men. I don't I have a problem with it. And you, I've said the same stuff about baseball, which obviously not as violent, but I like a little spice in my life. I like the guy for, born in another country who's flipping the bat on somebody. I also like the guy that was born in Florida or Alabama or Texas having a problem with it. I love all of it. <laughs> I think it all makes it more interesting. You know what I mean? I, I hear you. You know what I always loved? I always loved Doug Buffone would, would talk about the Neanderthal gene. I have it in there, but then your job when you when you step away is to control yourself. I I had admire these guys being able to control themselves like I, I i really do it's like going all out on the play and then controlling themselves and being decent humans i had to stop inviting uh my buddy neanderthal gene over he was getting everything so messy i, I did i couldn't keep up remember that time he like hit somebody over the head and dragged them back to your house why did he bring his own club <laughs> kept writing on your walls <laughs> yeah those are drawings broken. tanny those are drawings they're important those are archived that's his way of communicating by the way Neanderthal oh, Gene is a dumbass. Seriously, this guy's not very developed. Get like, with the times, he's not attractive either. Like something like he's got a six head, I kind believe. of a hunchback. He's like always yeah. crouched, like scrunched Super over. Super hairy, it's bad posture. He's hairy in yeah. weird places. It's just rude. Just rude. Gene. I'm surprised he's alive. I gotta be honest. He's made it this long. I do yeah. appreciate how much buffalo he has for me, though. <laughs> to always bringing over a quarter buffalo. Tatonka. Tatonka. Uh, the last caller said he listens all the time, finally agrees with me. Here's Rick, who said he finally agrees with you. <laughs> what up, Rick? Yeah, this is a, a day of first. I couldn't agree more with Matt Spiegel. I am so sick of all of this choreographed Here we go. crap. When so- somebody could be down 10 points to intercept the ball, and the whole team goes running into the end zone. I got no problem and with that. And what Flowers did yesterday Let the record show. was not about helping his team. That was a totally selfish act. 
that you could argue cost them the game. And I'm getting tired of all of these guys. I don't know who said it first, Uh-oh. but when you make a good play, act like you've done it before. And if you want to get even with a guy for a big hit or something, you do it within the rules. It's gotten way out of hand, and I think it's ruining all sports. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm looking for a little more gray area there, than there, that. There, there you go, Spence. I know, I know. I'm looking for a little more gray area <laughs> than you, that. Thank you, Rick. I, I, thank you very the, much, Rick. The, the, the diff- <laughs> thank you, Rick. The difference I'm looking for is when you're celebrating on your own into the air or towards the crowd as a showman, you want to do your Conor McGregor, not the Conor McKnight walk. It's a different thing, but the Conor McGregor <laughs> yeah. arm flapping walk. You know, you want to celebrate with your team. Yeah. I'm cool with it. You want to run down into the end zone and do choreographed stuff with your team. I'm cool with it. It's when you're taunting the opposition directly and possibly instigating a fight and showing some really lame-ass sportsmanship. To me, that's different. Would you be cool with if you're Ruben plays soccer, right? Yeah. Score a goal if all 12 of them did a choreographed dance. Have a good time. Together. Have a good time. Yeah. Okay. It's also about keeping your composure because for years, remember when the Bears were playing the Saints and C.J. Gardner Johnson, who, by the way, yesterday that guy, bad oh. look for that guy. Oh, but like that was that, fa- that stiff arm from McCaffrey, man. Well, well, also he was waving bye to the Niners fans in the second quarter. Oh, um, so but that was like a guy on on the opposing team. He's going to be a problem. Watch out for him. Don't engage with him. And then guys would engage with them. And that's an advantage for the other team if you have a guy like that getting inside your head. So yeah. you got to keep your composure yeah. in these moments, yeah. man. Yeah, no, I know. You do have to keep your composure. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to go hang out with Rick. Yeah, no, you, yeah, you and Rick. That's man. your guy, dude. That's your guy. <laughs> I don't want he agrees him, no, with no, 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 you. No, no. Rick and Roselle agrees with you. I, that's your guy. Check, right. check in on where your allies are, and then maybe reconsider your position. I'd love to see Rick's old Facebook posts. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. And we'll see if they line up with your yeah. school, your views. And congrats, Speaks. Congrats. Bastards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You do follow Rick on Truth Social, right? <laughs> I, I, I believe not. Do. I'm going to punch that guy. I'm going to find that guy and punch him again. Not Rick, but freaking Evan. How about that? Evan, who sacked the quarterback every time at Tecmo Super Bowl. Wherever you are, uh, I'm coming after you again. That, was, that could not have gone better, <laughs> honestly. I'm, I'm really, really happy about how that all went down. Um, there was a – there's a local tie-in. The – that we can all get behind and celebrating. Next on The Score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Parkinson Spiegel. Yeah. Sounds like the law firm you call when you get a parking ticket. <laughs> Afternoons on The Score. Pacheco. He'll get it again behind left guard. Triangle out. Push it. Push it. Touchdown! Kansas City. The Ravens defense has only averaged giving up 16 points a game this year. The Chiefs have 14 if they get the PAT in their first two drives. Nick Allegretti at that left guard position. He drove the defender into the backfield, opening up that lane for Isaiah Pacheco and the touchdown. Wanted to give a shout out to Illinois alum, Lincoln Way East alum, Frankfurt, Illinois native, Nick Allegretti. Thrust into a huge spot. His career has been fascinating, man. He was in on that offensive line in the Super Bowl where Mahomes was running for his life. Uh, won the Super Bowl when they defeated the Niners. He was a seventh-round pick, 216th overall in 2019, 
and he's been a backup on this team, but he's like an experienced backup. He's got mm-hmm. playoff games under his belt, et cetera. And Joe Thune, the $80 million guard that they signed after that Super Bowl loss against Tampa, got hurt. And he's probably going to miss the Super Bowl as well. And so Allegretti comes in and had to come in in that game last week, the divisional round, then plays Championship Sunday. Got, got the whole week to know he's starting on Championship Sunday against the best defense in the NFL. And played very well. And he's on the field afterwards. And obviously, you know, there's a ton of local media there that's just trying to talk to anybody and everyone because Mahomes and Kelsey and Reed are are up on the stage. And this interview is going kind of viral because just pure emotion from the local kid about his teammates supporting him and the opportunity. Appreciative to be part of this organization. I just want to see my family. I, they're, they're, I just, it was an emotional weekend. Ah oh, man, the fans were incredible support. I tried to stay off Twitter, but every time I opened it, it was a ton of support towards me. And uh, man, I'm not used to seeing anything on Twitter about myself, so that was incredible. And you got shots going another one. Let's go win one. All right, buddy. Good job. Nick, the focus of this team, especially you, that to fill in with Joe out. What's it mean to you guys to accomplish the task and everything you had to go through the adversity? Uh, it, it's incredible. I mean, you you, you can't understate what Joe Tooney's meant to this team, and he'll never get enough credit for what he's done with both organizations he's been a part of. Um, and, you know, the guys, I had, I had a challenge. The guys knew that, and they were there for me all week, helping me with communication, making sure that I was, you know, ingrained in this offensive line, this starting five this week. And, God, I'm so, I'm so proud of this team, so proud of that offensive line, and honored to be a part of it. Man, that's cool. I thought that was awesome. That's beautiful. <laughs> like, I love that stuff. Right? It's the, it's the realness, man. Guy finds a life in the NFL and then gets a chance to play at this high level and shows up strong and gets to go to a Super Bowl as a starter. That's amazing. He's protecting Pat Mahomes in another Super Bowl. How is he not a bear? How is why? How many bears? How many? Mark Grody's head would explode. He likes to give out bears based on how local you are and how much your emotional ties seem to be to the team. Doug Kramer currently holds the record, I believe, at 10 bears. Yeah, right. That's right. Allegretti, if he became a bear, would have 11 or maybe even 12 bears. I can't speak for Grody, but that sounds right. It's just, I just know it's kind of like the scoring on around the horn. It's not, it's not, it's not that scientific or consistent. <laughs> Grody is the Tony Reale of this town. <laughs> yeah, he's the stat boy. Yeah, I've thought so. Uh, of the bears. Yeah, so we got Allegretti on one side and uh, George Kittle, noted bears fan George Kittle. That's true. On the other side. That's true. Am I remembering correctly? that Allegretti's dad big big score guy oh yeah right diehard die score diehard score fan, hard score yeah. fan. <laughs> yeah, yes yes no you are yes yeah, M- yeah. M- M- Mitch is close with me. uh Carl Allegretti great guy yes a uh, big fan of Les uh up early interacts sometimes with the with the morning show that's and right. and a huge supporter of the Radiothon oh that's right of the Radiothon and the 30th anniversary yes and how about the clothes on our back on the 30th yeah, anniversary yes yes, yeah, yes. Right? yes. So those great polos and hoodies fit. yes yeah those are great Adidas, uh, polos great yes. items yes great items. no big yes the Allegretti family 
big fans of the score, mm. and uh, we appreciate them is very this, much. Is this Paola giving their son love <laughs> like this? I don't believe so. <laughs> now that you mentioned it. Yeah, I don't think you should even say Paola. <laughs> yeah. I, I would just avoid saying I, Paola or Pugola That's a good ever. call. Uh, right, you've said it a Shane, few times. Shane, would you go down and uh, erase that from the FCC? <laughs> down the hall, please. please. Sure, I'll be right back. Also, I'm not coming back. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. <laughs> Come I'm, on, man. I'm leaving. It's my first day back. We can erase it from the FCC. <laughs> I, I think that's how it works. I think that is how it works. Uh, you know exactly how it works. I think I do. I think I that, do. That's really cool. It's great. I love stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The uh, That game, though, man, it became a an issue of defense. Number one and number two defense in the NFL. I was surprised yeah. by all of the predictions that had that game being played into the 30s beforehand yeah the, the total the total was 40 well, was was 44 and the ravens are this historically great you know dvoa analytics darling they're the one seed they're at home mm-hmm. number one and number two ranked defenses two teams that like to run the ball the chiefs more so recently they had been averaging 137 yards a game running the ball yeah. uh their last four games obviously ravens number one run team i was just i was surprised at how many people on television and on the pregame shows were picking that game to be played 30-27, things like that. It's it's falling in love with the quarterbacks, and it's frankly, I, I, I don't know, I guess just falling in love with the idea and the dream of a high-scoring postseason. Unders came in like crazy during the course of the year, right? This was a... It was an under year. It was a defense. Defense was definitely the story, the yeah. story, the story of the season. I was just... it, And in the first quarter, I was like, oh, I'm wrong. Yeah, here we go. You know, because Kelsey... Dude, Kelsey is it was crazy. Kelsey is remarkable. Um, but but the guy the guy who's magic really, as we know, is Mahomes. I mean, can I dare can I dare bring this up as something that nobody's talking about? I'll tell you what nobody's talking about. All right, what's nobody talking about? That Mahomes in this postseason not only has zero turnovers, he has no turnover worthy plays right. that could conceivably turn into turnovers. He's got none. Of those on 38 times pressured, he has been sacked twice, twice. He's not making any freaking mistakes. So he's not explosive, but he has thoroughly morphed into what he needs to be for this team, which is sometimes a game manager. Take a deep shot every once in a while as he has with Marquez Valdez-Scantling for three times successfully over the last two games. But he's accurate as hell to a much slower Travis Kelsey. He, he's, he's just, he doesn't put the ball in harm's way at all. Well, it's, and it goes back to last year. He has the record. It's six consecutive playoff games without an interception. Think about that. It's amazing. <laughs> that that, that it, it, it is ridiculous. And I, I, I talked about it on Friday. Uh... He's now played, and Friday was 16, but now it's 17. He has a full season of yeah. playoff games. Yeah, and the numbers are outrageous. He's 14 and three. <laughs> well, He's 14 and three. The wins aren't a quarterback stat. No, I understand. He's 14 and three, two losses to Brady, uh-huh. one to Burrow in overtime. And before yesterday, so I haven't added it, but it's simple enough. I probably could. Uh, so he was 38 touchdowns and seven picks. So now he's 39 touchdowns, seven interceptions, and 240. 
So then 112, 129, 101, 126, 148, 116, 152, 117, 103. It's like it's like four. It's four. It's 4,800 yards, 39 touchdowns. 4,800. Yeah. It was, was a 45. Yeah. Oh, wow. And he had 240 yesterday. So almost 5,000 yards in a in, in a, a seven in a 17 game season. It's over 4,800 yeah. passing it's yards. That's good. That's an MVP season. Correct. And he would be the MVP of the league in playoff games alone. Playoff when the pressure alone. is the strongest. Against yes. only good teams. Granted, he's yeah, against only good teams. He's only played two of those on the road. You know? Which would help. But he's played a lot of neutral site games because he keeps ending up in the Super Bowl. In the Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. Those are good games to be in. Yeah, but but no stat padding but games against the Raiders. This is like the, he just he just gets to play the best teams and his numbers are MVP worthy. This is the, the combination of, of factors on, on Mahomes, the fact that he's explosive when he needs to be, but he doesn't hurt you. He yeah. he just doesn't yeah. doesn't do the things to hurt you. You're not supposed to be able to be that explosive and that aggressive with that many tools in the toolbox and not ever hurt you. It doesn't work like that, Josh Allen. Speegs is going to help more people watch the Super Bowl because he has a phone call suggestion I do. that Usher needs to make. Next on The Score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. A source told the Parkinson Spiegel Show on 670 The Score. I know those guys. Afternoons on The Score. One of the most iconic performers in the world. Lights up Vegas. Watch Usher on the Apple Music Super Bowl 58 halftime show. February 11th on CBS, two weeks away. See if the Ravens could do anything before the half. Did you ever pa- pass along our music songs? Obviously, I have a lot of music opinions, but I suppose I can defer to you on this one, Speaks. Thanks, man. No problem. It's kind of you. No problem. And this really isn't even about the music. It's about the politics and the egos that could get involved, but hopefully will not. And the opportunity that now has presented itself. Taylor Swift's going to be at the Super Bowl. She's a pretty big star, it seems, right? A lot of people are into her, like yeah. like her music and stuff like that. She seems to be doing very well in her chosen profession. Usher, who's about to have the opportunity of a lifetime, the gig of a lifetime, to do the Super Bowl halftime show, should pick up the phone today and find a direct line. Probably find the direct line first. It's better than picking up the phone, <laughs> you think? Hello, phone. <laughs> Give Where me- is the direct line to Taylor Swift? Siri? Usher should call Taylor Swift today and see if she's interested in sitting in on his Super Bowl halftime show. Not taking it over, not splitting it, but the fine art of a musical sit-in, which we have seen before. A pop-in. Any number of halftime shows. Hey, look at that. Oh, my God. I can't believe that person's here. There There are many examples of it. And I, I hope that Usher's ego and Usher's people and their egos understand the opportunity that is here of just how freaking cool that would be. Because I've been in that spot many times, not where Taylor Swift is going to be at my gig, but like where somebody bigger is in the crowd and you know it's going to come because they're coming or whatever. And if Usher facilitates Taylor Swift sitting in, it will be freaking legendary, and she will not steal the show. I mean, maybe the moment would be talked about like crazy, but history will go down as the Usher and Taylor Swift moment, and his legacy, his awesomeness will only be enhanced 
And what a great opportunity to have a collaboration like that. Just have a moment. I'm sh- she could get there the day of the Super Bowl. She's a pro. Just do a little little quick run through on the day of the bowl. And just a, a little verse or however you want to do it. I think it would be an awesome, awesome moment. Now, she might say no for any number of reasons. But if you're Usher, you make that call today. I mean, the NFL would love it. <laughs> the NFL would love it. I, ass- I think the fans would love it. I don't think the, you? I think the fans would love it. The broadcast partners would love it. It would be great. It's happened, like you said before. There have been um, – they they did the whole thing with, like, Rihanna and surprise guest, and then that was how Rihanna announced that she was pregnant. Like right. She, and then – Or the K- hip-hop K- one where Snoop Dogg was there, and there was a, but there was a lot of people. That was a collaboration thing. Did, didn't, didn't Bruno Mars have Beyonce, like, kind of as a surprise? I, I think Missy Elliott came out with Katy Perry – and I think that was a surprise. Right. So, so those, those kind of ha- things happened. It's happened before. But, but this is a moment. This is a rarity. Everybody knows that the biggest pop star in the world is going to be at your gig. Yeah. It, Usher, it's your gig. It's your show. But the biggest pop star in the world is also going to be there. So you, you ask them to sit in. I, I, do, I do think that the ask will be made. But I think she will say no. Because something that has been... I've been... I guess I shouldn't be surprised because people can have a negative opinion on any on anything and everything. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, she hasn't done one thing wrong this entire process of her public relationship with Travis Kelsey. She hasn't even given an interview. You know what I mean? Like she it is she is just like walking to the stadium. She's on tomorrow at 340. That would be amazing. <laughs> But she, she, she's forty. Uh, isn't that where we do categories? Oh, well, Wednesday. it's a sports show. A sports show. We tucked that in the forties. She, she is. She just walked, walks to the stadium with security, uh-huh. goes up to the box, has a good celebrates time. with his family and yeah. friends. She came down to the field yesterday to celebrate afterwards, but that's totally fine. But she's but a lot she, of people's girlfriends were doing it. Well, but and she's got like security and people with her, and like she could easily take the opportunity. To give an interview about something. Mm-hmm. She's not. She's the supportive girlfriend. Just like when he goes to her concerts and he's there in the family section, yes. roped off, singing and dancing to the I, song. I, I assume she will say no because she would not want to make it about it, her. It's Travis's day. She would not want to make it about her. Ma- that yeah. is my that is my assumption. But I agree you I agree you make the ask, but my assumption is it will not happen. Yeah, I I, I don't know. And there's also I think she have a show the night before in Tokyo. In Tokyo. Okay, but, but there's but, a time difference. Yeah. Uh, I saw something today. Like she actually could get to Vegas. So the show in Tokyo is on Saturday. Super Bowl is obviously on Sunday in Vegas. But she could still get to Vegas on Saturday. Saturday night. Yeah, yeah you know, I saw yeah. that too. In vaunted um, Taylor Swift cover, the New York Times. <laughs> yeah, everyone's been talking about the ability to. She has private airfare <laughs> right. uh, arranged. I think she, I she think can she can make the it happen. Show and she, she can make it happen. I bet she can sleep on the plane. You know, she's probably done <laughs> she, that before. She should be just fine in her life. How that, the hell do you get Taylor Swift <laughs> from Japan? To the Super Bowl it's, ready to it's sing. Even, it's even more interesting than that. It's a G5. <laughs> yeah, it costs about $80 million. <laughs> Put her on her own plane. But, uh, yeah, and maybe she would say no, but I could also see her saying, um, hey, Travis, Usher just asked me to sit in at, at the Super Bowl. There's 100 million people that are going to be watching. Not even not even that. Like, wouldn't this be fun if, if, if you and I both had like this uh, to be a part of the day? I could see Travis going, that sounds awesome. You should totally do that. I won't see the show, but I'll watch it later. You know, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Sure. I, they, I, they, I find them, by the way, uh, I find them incredibly likable, like really easy 
to like and enjoy. Like, I, I don't know if people are pissed off because there's just too much of them or whatever, but I don't think that either of them in this in this process, especially during football games and the coverage of such, they just they just look like they like each other. They're having a good time. I agree. I think that this is a made-up controversy. I don't I, I don't understand. She's a pop star. Unless they announce the, that they endorse a particular candidate right after the uh, Super Bowl. Which right? is, again, like a, a complete fantasy. Yeah, the mayor jabroni. Uh, like, people are like, oh, they show her more than they show uh, Lamar's wife or girlfriend or Mahomes' wife or girlfriend. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah I, I'll take that one. Because she's one of the most famous people in the world. Yeah. She is the most famous pe- person in the world. Like, I, was like, I, I, know wh- I know why the TV execs are showing her more than they're showing uh, Lamar Jackson's girlfriend. Because she's famous. That's why. There, there was it's, not, a, it's not that complicated. There was a great Rorschach <laughs> test moment yesterday at my house when, um, when she was, uh, they showed her up in the skybox and there was a Grammys promo. Yeah. And she was up there with a friend who's like, oh my God, I guess we're on TV. Oh my God. And then Taylor saw it. And, and I, at first I thought she said, go away, please. Yeah. My wife thought she said, oh, it's about the Grammys. Oh, the Grammys. Oh, the Grammys. Yeah. And the first time I watched it, I thought it was Go Away, Please. She thought it was Oh, the Grammys. Second time we watched it, I was like, oh, it was Oh, the Grammys. And she said, oh, it was Go Away, Please. <laughs> of course. Like, it's, it's whatever you want to think it is. It lip reading. Everyone can read lips at home. <laughs> yeah. 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 Lip reading Rorschach test with Taylor Swift in the suite. But, I, but I think Usher should make the call. I hope he makes the call. And I think it would be really, really cool if so it happened. Real quick. So who was the artist that was a bigger name than you at said venue at that one it was time gonna be my next question okay. yeah has it has it ever happened it, it, eddie vetter had the audacity excuse me the odyssey to show Stop! up <laughs> does he get eddie better than that Stop! <laughs> what did he say <laughs> obviously no yeah right? oh I, he I, said, I can tell you what he said he said that's what he said. He said, "Yeah." <laughs> he said, no, "Look, man, I don't want to. I don't want to pearl jam up your your time." Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to out ten Danny. No, no, he, he, <laughs> I'll just run point like Mookie Blaylock. <laughs> yeah, man. So he said no. Uh, Yeah, of course he said no. He said no. But you got to ask. Got to ask. You got to ask. Well, actually, it's not true. Like, the the wedding where I sang at uh, at his cousin's wedding, Eddie did come up. He did come up and sing. So I guess he actually said yes. Yeah, we. but we didn't even really ask. It just kind of, like, looked at him and, you know. Hope he just kind of came up without asking. Yeah, that you know, was a fun thing. Which was fine, and I don't recommend we Taylor does that. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Usher's just I don't think to her booth, like Taylor, <laughs> come on, right, right, there's right. a mic, yeah. right here. Oh, he should man. do that though. Actually, like seriously, <laughs> Usher should be like Taylor Swift. Everyone, come on down, hun. Yeah. Come on down. <laughs> like how bad would that Taylor, be? Taylor, you here? Come on. Oh, you can't make it in time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, you're letting all these people down, uh, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about you anyway. <laughs> It's my right. show. My show. That's the other way you could play it. <laughs> <laughs> so many options. That man. would be the less likable way to play it. I like your. I like option A. Okay, good. Option A seems to make a little bit more I'm sense. Gl- I'm glad we talked. Uh, Tanny's open. This is going to come as a shock to many of you. It made fun of me a bit, and uh, the ideas of. The thing that I certainly could not escape uh, when watching Chiefs and Ravens as it relates, yes, to our Chicago Bears. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island 
Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.